from Tokyo, Japan and New Plymouth, New Zealand. This is Down to Business English with your hosts, Skip Montreux and Samantha Vega. Here we are, Samantha. Yes, Skip. Here we are. Where are we? <laughs> At the end of the year. Oh, yes, yes, yes. The curtains are quickly closing on 2023. And if we take a moment and look back and reflect, how would you say your year went? Was 2023 good for you? Yes, I would say so. Um, professionally, I did well at my job. I got another contract. Great. And uh, and personally, yeah, taken along. Did well. My son did well. He's graduated now and uh, now on to the next phase of his life. Fantastic. Um, and yourself? How does uh, 2023 stack up for you? Well, all in all, I'd have to say it's been a pretty good year. In terms of down-to-business English, I'd say it has been a very productive year. You and I started 2023 with, do you remember, D2B 238, when we reported on ChatGPT. And today, we are going to close the year with D2B 294. What is that? 55, 56 episodes? 56 episodes. Yes, I would say that is a productive year. And we, meaning you, I, and Des, covered a whole range of business topics this year. We sure did. Everything from AI, to agriculture, to finance, energy, retail, marketing, technology, entertainment. And the wine industry. Oh yes, the wine industry in the Okanagan Valley in Canada. That was one of my favorite episodes. Yes, me too. So what are we reporting on today? Our final episode of 2023. We are going to wrap up the year with a very timely business topic. A timely topic? What would that be? Have you heard about the patent infringement dispute surrounding the latest models of the Apple Watch? No, I don't think I have. Well, on December 21st, Apple stopped selling its Series 9 and Ultra 2 models of the Apple Watch because of a patent dispute coming from a medical technology company. Really? Talk about bad timing just before the Christmas season. The busiest time for retail shopping. Well, I certainly want to hear all about this. Great, so let's do it. Let's get D2B down to business with the Apple Watch patent dispute. Today's topic is not just about technology, but also about a high-stakes legal drama. A corporate thriller, but in the tech world. So what happened? Where is this patent dispute coming from? A U.S. medical tech company by the name of Massimo filed cases against Apple dating back to 2020. Cases, plural. They filed more than one complaint? Yes, one was a lawsuit filed in the U.S. federal court in California. That was in 2020. And the other was an official complaint with the U.S. International Trade Commission in 2021. Apple actually won the lawsuit in California, 
But earlier this year, the ITC ruled that Apple had infringed on two of Massimo's patents related to the sensors that measure the oxygen level in blood. That is pretty serious. I don't actually have an Apple Watch, but everyone I know who has one says they love the health features it offers. And Apple certainly focuses on those features in their Apple Watch marketing. So what was the result of this ITC ruling? Well, the ruling was issued a couple of months ago, and it basically said they were banning imports of the Series 9 and Ultra 2 Apple Watches as of December 26th. Oh, the day after Christmas. Yes, but that ruling did come with a 60-day review period, during which Apple could, one, come to some type of licensing agreement with Massimo, two, appeal the ruling in the courts, or three, get President Biden to veto the ruling. But I'm guessing none of those came to fruition. Two of them didn't. Although Massimo CEO Joe Chiani said that he was open to a deal, Apple didn't approach them. And the White House has announced that President Biden would not veto the ban. And that is why Apple pulled the Series 9 and Ultra 2 out of stores? Basically, yes. Even though they are still appealing the ITC's ruling, they made the decision to pull the products out of their online stores on December 21st and their brick-and-mortar stores on Christmas Eve, December 24th, just in case they lost that appeal. Just before the import ban went into effect. So here we are, recording on the 29th of December. What's the deal? Are Apple Watch imports banned in the U.S.? As of December 26th, yes, they were. But... But? On Wednesday, the 28th, an appellate court in Washington, D.C. put an interim stay on the ban until Apple's legal fight against the ITC is settled. An interim stay? You mean a temporary pause? That's exactly what I mean. And immediately after that temporary pause was issued, Apple announced that they would restart sales of the Series 9 and Ultra 2 Apple Watch. Oh, talk about a roller coaster ride. So now it's just wait and see until Apple's appeal plays out in court? Well, Apple is not just sitting on their hands and counting on a court ruling. No. What else are they doing? As a matter of fact, they have developed a software update for the Apple Watch, which they believe will mitigate the patent infringement issue. This update is currently under review by the U.S. Customs Agency. And a decision is expected by January 12th. This all could be solved with a software update? Apple sure thinks so, but Massimo disagrees. It's also interesting to note that Massimo's shares fell 4.6% on news of the temporary pause on the import ban. Mm, Just goes to show you how the markets are closely watching all of this. This story is far from over. No, it isn't. Tell me, Skip, in the worst case scenario for Apple, if they lose their appeal and the ban goes back into effect, or if their software update isn't accepted by the U.S. Customs... What will the impact be on their bottom line? Great question, Samantha. According to Morgan Stanley analysts, Apple Watch revenue accounts for $135 million a week, or approximately 2% of Apple's revenue. Now, that may not sound like a lot, 
But with Apple reporting four straight quarters of revenue decline in 2023, which has been their longest slump in 22 years, this is the last thing Tim Cook wants to be dealing with. I suppose not. Every little bit counts. Yes, every little bit counts. Well, we definitely need to revisit this story in the new year to see how things unfold. In the meantime, I think it's time for you and I to get D2V. Down to vocabulary. Skip, why don't you start us off with the first key word? Sure, Samantha. Our first item on the D2V list was used five times in our story, including in the title. And which word would that be? The noun dispute. A dispute is a disagreement or an argument, often an official one, between two or more parties. Like a labor dispute between employees and management, or a legal dispute between two companies. The title of our report today is the Apple Patent Dispute. In other words, our report is about a disagreement between Apple and Massimo over patents. Dispute is also a verb. It sure is. Can you give us an example of using dispute as a verb in a business context? The business world is full of examples of people disputing each other. (laughs) Yes, business is full of dispute on all levels. I immediately think of what happened over at OpenAI in November, when the board of directors removed Sam Altman. They disputed the direction he was taking the company. Perfect example. What's our next word, Samantha? The next phrase is, the curtains are closing. When you say the curtains are closing on something, you're communicating that something is coming to an end. In the introduction of today's story, I used this phrase to describe the end of the year. Samantha remarked that the curtains were quickly closing on 2023. In other words, 2023 is almost at an end. Can you give us another example, Skip? We are quickly coming up to tax filing season. And for small business owners, it is time to start getting all your invoices and receipts in order. Yes, it's very important to do that. Yes, it is. In Japan, the curtains will close on filing tax returns on March 15th. What's our next word? Moving on, let's talk about the two-part verb, to stack up. When you stack one thing up against another, you are comparing or measuring them to each other. A stack is the same as a pile. So, just imagine making two piles next to each other to see which one is bigger. In our report, again in the introduction, Samantha asked me how 2023 stacked up. She was asking how 2023 compared to other years in the past for me. An example of how to use this in business might be when you are making a purchasing decision between two suppliers. Of course you need to stack up the quality of the products each supplier is offering, but you also need to stack up other things, like after-sales service and delivery speed. Very nice business example. Thank you. 
Moving on, we have another verb on our list. Another verb. And what verb would that be? The verb to infringe. To infringe means to actively break the terms of an agreement or a law. In our report, we talked about how the ITC ruled that Apple had infringed on Massimo's patents. A patent is an official design registered with the government that no one can use without permission from the holder of that patent. That's right. So the ITC found that Apple was using those patents without permission. We should point out that you can use the verb infringe to say someone is invading your personal authority or your personal rights. You often hear about how some companies infringe on their employees' personal time by emailing them and calling them after work or on the weekends. I am fortunate that my company is pretty good about not infringing on my personal time. Pretty good? Well, occasionally there is an emergency and I may get a call from my boss after hours. Well, emergencies are a different situation. What's our next word? Our next and final D2V item for today. Our final item for 2023. Yes, our final D2V item for 2023 is the idiom, a roller coaster ride. Yes, let's end the year with a fun idiom. As everyone knows, a roller coaster is a ride in an amusement park, like Space Mountain at Disneyland. Ah, that is a famous roller coaster. So, when you say something is a roller coaster ride, you are saying that it is a situation that has many unexpected changes or developments. Just as an actual roller coaster unexpectedly goes up and down and turns right and left. In her report, Samantha commented that the whole situation of the ITC banning Apple Watch imports, followed by Apple removing their devices from their stores to a Washington DC court, putting a pause on the ban, which then allowed Apple to start reselling their watches. She said the whole situation was a roller coaster ride. A lot of unexpected developments. Can you give us a business example using a roller coaster ride, Samantha? I can't help but think of Elon Musk's involvement with Twitter. First, he bought the company. Then he fired a whole bunch of staff, hired a CEO, lost many of their top advertisers, reinstated the likes of Donald Trump and Alex Jones, rebranded the company to X. The entire time he's been in charge, it has been a roller coaster ride. Would you like to help D2B reach more people wanting to improve their business English skills? Be sure to follow D2B on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or any place podcasts are found. While you are there, leave a rating and a review and tell everyone how much you enjoy the show. Thank you, Skip, for all that information on the patent dispute between Apple and Massimo for our final episode of Down to Business English this year. No, thank you, Samantha, for all your help. 
on the Down to Business English podcast this entire year. It has been great working with you, and I couldn't have produced all of these episodes without you and Des. I sincerely appreciate it. You are more than welcome, Skip. I've enjoyed our conversations and business reports. And, of course, as we close the curtains on Season 14 of D2B, we want to thank all of our listeners, especially our D2B members. Yes, thank you, everyone. We hope Down to Business English has helped you improve your business English this year. That we do. So, what is on the agenda for D2B in 2024? Down to Business English will be back on Thursday, January 11th, with our first episode of Season 15. Sounds great. In the meantime, I want to wish everyone Happy New Year. Yes, Happy New Year, everyone. Have fun ringing in the new year, and we will see you on January 11th. Thanks for listening, everyone. See you next year. Take care. Down to Business English. Business news to improve your business English.